Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the footy, there are about 5,000 people at Mineral Resources Park on Saturday night. A lot of West Coast supporters keen to see how their team is shaping up after two of the bleakest seasons in club history. They're also there to take their first real look at number one draft pick Harley Reid, who was playing his first match against a rival AFL club. Now, from a team perspective, I'm not sure that many West Coast fans would have liked what they saw. Reed will hopefully have better days, but at least on two or three occasions, he showed some glimpses of his potential when he took the game on. It's always dangerous reading too much into early practice match form, but thanks to Izuzu, and you can live your own way in the Izuzu D-Max, here are four thoughts on West Coast and Fremantle in the wake of Fremantle's convincing win to four-wheel drive you to work today. And thought one regarding West Coast it just feels like deja vu all over again. We rocked up to Mineral Resources Park. One of the key things we wanted to see was how the Eagles ruck brigade of Matt Flynn and Bailey Williams would go against Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson. Really good test of a rebuilt ruck brigade. Instead, we got the news that Flynn had suffered a hamstring tendon injury in the captain's run on the eve of the game. We're waiting on news of just how serious that injury is, but hamstring tendon injuries are rarely minor. You would have to think that at the very least Flynn misses round one, and that in turn means the ruck plan and the forward structure that the Eagles have been planning for for most of the summer is gone for at least the start of the season. Williams came out of the forward line to go into the ruck. He did okay, but now the Eagles are again shuffling the decks elsewhere. Jeremy McGovern's groin soreness kept him out of the match after playing just two quarters of the intra-club the previous week. There's a lot at stake in making sure McGovern is right for round one because the two blokes who would be next in line to play his role, Harry Edwards and Rhett Bazo, are unavailable at this stage also. And Bazo, like McGovern, has a groin problem. Edwards broke his finger in the match simulation the previous weekend. West Coast ended up using Ruckman Callum Jamison in a tall defender's role because a third alternative, Josh Rotham, is also on the comeback trail from injury. And the carnage didn't end there either. Ruben Jinby will be in concussion protocols after a nasty second quarter head clash trying to tackle Luke Jackson. And in the fourth period of play, Brady Hoff came to the bench limping and was assessed by West Coast Medicos after an awkward landing. Now, they were hoping it's cramp, and hopefully that proves to be the case when they get further medical assessment back today. The Eagles have Jack Darling, Liam Ryan, Dom Sheed, Rotham, young midfielder Clay Hall. 
all on the injured list at the moment. We are three weeks out from round one with a pre-season hit out against Adelaide this weekend still to come. It has a familiar ring to it. Thought two, if you're a West Coast fan, don't be too concerned about the moderate output from number one draft pick Harley Reid. He's a kid. And while you'll be hoping he does some good things this year, you'll know how good Harley Reid's going to be in about three years' time. And it was a pretty tough environment for a kid. West Coast hung in the game for two quarters, but they were being beaten around the contest. Reid was frequently trading weight with dual Brownlow medalist Nathan Fife around those contests. He had a handful of good moments and some not-so-good moments. He learned that fend-offs are a lot harder in real AFL games. He tried to get rid of Andy Brayshaw once. It didn't work. He tried to get rid of fellow draftee Cooper Simpson once, and it didn't work. Now, I'm not trying to paint an overly rosy picture of things for Harley, but it's probably better for Reed that he had an experience like this now rather than having a softer run into the home and away season and getting the shock of his life in round one. And there weren't exactly that many genuine bright spots for the Eagles anyway. Elliot Yo was very strong around the contest and appears to be physically sound again. That's a big tick. He got through and looked powerful around the middle. Jaden Hunt played with Dash and has had a great summer. I thought Ryan Marrick and Jake Waterman both put their hands up for selection. They did some handy things in attack. Thought three on Fremantle. Nathan Fife has a big part to play in Fremantle's fate this season, and he underlined that on Saturday night. In the first half, he was strong around stoppages. He repeatedly fed the ball to teammates with time and space to use it. And the only time Fife looked a bit old and slow was when he tried to fend off tackles. He certainly isn't quick enough to do any more of that. But if he gets and gives to teammates, as he did most of the time on Saturday, and he's able to stay sound... He gives Fremantle the big-bodied midfielder they lacked last year after David Mundy's retirement. He will be welcomed back into the midfield with open arms. And thought four, whether West Coast, uh, whether Fremantle's top end is good enough to take them back into finals and into contention, they certainly have enviable depth. They picked a stronger team than the Eagles on Saturday night with better availability, and the Eagles did have injuries, but... As West Coast ran out of fit and fresh men, the Dockers were able to remove players like Fife, Hayden Young, Caleb Sarong, Michael Walters, Alex Pierce, and a handful of others from the match and replace them with players who have impressive AFL credentials. Neil Erasmus, Will Brody, Sam Sturt, Corey Wagner, Bailey Banfield, Brandon Walker all came into this game after the first two periods. So did you go to the game? Did you watch it on TV? What were your thoughts? You can text us on 0487 736 736 or you can call us on the Bauer and O'Day open line on 13 12 55. Bauer and O'Day, because the little things are everything. We're going to have Daniel Cherney on the show later to talk about cricket, but straight after the break, we've got Glenn Quartermain from the West Australian to talk about the events at Mineral Resources Park on Saturday night and Fremantle's comprehensive victory over West Coast. This is Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA.